everyone. This is the Stoji Lads here with the final podcast of the year 2021. Yeah, we're back. Uh, we're back together uh, in Stockholm in the same room, finally recording. Ruben came mm-hmm. up before Christmas, so we thought we'd get one out of the way here and uh, record it um, now that we have the chance to do it in the same room. Always feels more natural, right? Yeah, definitely. Nice having a chat, especially for an episode like this, which is going to be a uh, a yearly recap pretty much uh we thought it'd yeah. be a lot has happened uh this year 2021 so we thought we would just go through for our own sake yeah. uh, as well as for everyone else what's happened this year and um yeah just go be into good to reminisce thing. a bit yeah exactly let's do the what's in our glass real quick yeah, let's start out <laughs> what is this lot yeah so you uh, gave me this beautiful uh, Nakia Saltis uh, Indian Pale Ale. Uh, so interesting. I've never had this. This is a local brew. Um, yeah, microbrewery. Yeah, microbrewery here in Nakia, where we are right now recording. So uh, south of Stockholm. So very part interesting of Stockholm, to try yeah. this out. I haven't tried this beer before. I think maybe you've had it before in the house here. Yeah, but, I actually, um, actually haven't. Uh, cheers, lad. I have a from the same microbrewery an American Pale Ale. It's it's the first, like, I just finished the semester. I finished everything. I finished mm-hmm. my work for the semester before my break, and I f- just finished an exam this morning. Now it's the afternoon, so I, I, I feel like it is in due time to yeah. feel like... Let's have a little cheers here. Cheers, guys. Mm. Oh, that's delicious. Oh, that's nice. Very, very fruity. Mm, that's what I hate. And I, uh, I don't like IPAs. No, I enjoy them. I mean, it's... Um... It's not really like beer in that sense for me because yeah, it's, it's just so fruity. It's somewhat in between like a cider and a beer. Yeah, right. Because this American Pale Ale, it has the same bitterness, but there's no fruit mm-hmm. notes, which I really enjoy. But you said this had been an eventful year, and I think that's almost an understatement because when we were going through preparing for this podcast episode mm-hmm. and like thinking about what's happened this year, we just kept going, oh my God, and this as well, yeah. and this as well. like. We kind of went from, and we said this last year as well, but we went from like very amateur level to some to a big step. I think I, I think it's cool that we were able to say that last year, and we can confidently say the same thing again. Yeah, like we've somehow managed to take two such large steps. Because uh, if you think back to last year, lad, uh, we hadn't re- even revealed ourselves. Yeah, publicly exactly. before spring of twenty twenty. That's that's kind of nice. Yeah, I remember that video. That video very vividly actually yeah. when we were sitting there just for the first time revealing ourselves and uh, now it feels like we've been like that feels so far away mm-hmm. and um and like you said it's it's nice t- at the end of the year to be able to say that we've actually done something to yeah. uh yeah to, to, to go step even up. further because mm-hmm. like that's that's what was crazy I, I our first podcast episode was january 4th of this year mm-hmm. um and to think back like I remember having a walk here in Sweden in the in the winter, in the end of December, and I remember sending you a voice message. I was like, "Man, some people have been saying we should do a, try a podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, you're coming over, and after after New Year's, like you'll have a few days here. Let's like try just just do it as a goof." Mm-hmm. Uh, and I remember after Tim messaged us and said like it would be really cool like I'm I go out on walks with cigars it would be cool to do it I was like you know what yeah let's just let's try it yeah and um, yeah do you remember the episode I last? do I remember it very well actually because we were we were in uh, at my place yeah uh, you had just been over or something like that mm-hmm. and then and then we were gonna try this out and uh, the first thing we did was just go into a 
small room to try to yeah. minimize the echo. Uh, but then what we did was we just record speaking directly into the uh, into the voice memo app on the phone. On the yeah. phone. Uh, so we were just like hunched over trying to speak into <laughs> the phone. <laughs> And um, that was amateur hour. Yeah, really amateur hour. But it marked the start of uh, something that I feel is the is the biggest part of our um, yeah. operations today. And much. at the time, I, f- I actually, interestingly enough, didn't think would really do it. Yeah. I said it in the beginning of the episode. I'm like, this doesn't mean that we're starting a legit podcast. But then for some reason, even though that episode <laughs> is absolute garbage, yeah. if you listen back to it, the response was nice. Yeah. Every, I mean, people were kind. I don't know how many people were kind just to be kind, but... In any case, people were really happy about it. So we were, so we we did the next episode very quickly after. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also remember this period well because I, I like I had a lot of time off uh, because it was like right after Christmas. Uh, so I was like really inspired to do a bunch of shit. And, and this is something I forgot because I mean we had that simple logo that I had just put together in in yeah. a minute, w- which was a cigar horizontally, and then it just said Stoji over it, and then lads under. Yeah. And that I didn't even use an editing app or anything. I literally just like pasted the the text over the cigar, and we had that for a long time. But I thought we changed the logo a lot after a lot later than uh, than we actually did. We changed the logo and the entire look and all that stuff January eighth. That's crazy because for me it felt like that was not this year. Like it we felt haven't before even had the podcast. Our logo it felt for before. A year. But now that I remember, our first upload yeah. was with the old logo. True. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, we hadn't. We haven't even had this this current look. Or look, I don't know why I've been calling it that. The, the, lo- the logo, I guess. We haven't even had it for a year, mm-hmm. which is crazy. There go my cigars. <laughs> uh, and with that logo came also another big, uh, big thing that we launched, which was the merch. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was January eighth that we changed the logo, and I don't know exactly when we launched the merch, but it was <laughs> yeah. very. It was. I In mean, the same part spirit of, yeah, as exactly. the podcast. Yeah. Because it was the same thing. I mean, we've I remember a lot before. happened like very quickly there, and it was a lot of uh, in response to uh, mm. to your guys's um, what you wanted to see, which was um, yeah. So you just like banged out the the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the spreadshirt uh, and the podcast we started. So that happened all very quickly. Yeah, this all came from like very half-assed stuff. Like the podcast. It, well, we shouldn't say half-assed as if we didn't really try, but mm-hmm. it was more like it. It was very a- amateur-ish in yeah. the way we did it, because the 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 merch was all just. I mean, we've told this story probably several times, but it was just the sticker first. Like someone was like, "Ooh, ooh your lo- like, ooh, your new logo's nice." Yeah, like, yeah. Could I have a sticker? And I just Googled how to do stickers decentralized, because I knew I wasn't going to be able to ship stickers no, exactly. to the U.S. from here for any like reasonable price. And then the whole spreadsheet thing just kind of happened on a whim, and that's like one of the when I'm reminiscing. Like there are a few things here that get me like really like um almost emotional thinking about it mm-hmm. like how how crazy it is um and and one of them is like because i was scrolling through my camera roll and i'm seeing like people who sent us or posted on their story pics of them wearing our merch and like i don't know when you, when you look back at the all of the pics at the same time it feels kind of nuts that there's so many people around the world like there's people in the states in Europe, I mean, there's people everywhere that have stuff with our logo on it. That's yeah. fucking crazy. Yeah, I know. Because I remember when we, like, our friends bought stuff. And, yeah. uh, I mean, that's nice of them and stuff. But when, when you actually see people that we haven't known before, yeah. the Instagram wearing the stuff, that's what's really awesome. And that's what also fueled another part into our uh, development of right. the podcast. 
because on February 3rd, less than a month after, after we first, started yeah. the podcast, uh, we had crowdfunded 100% of the pro-level mics that we're recording from today mm-hmm. and have been recording from uh, yeah, the Blue Yeti. Uh, which was in part uh, from people who have bought the uh, bought the merch, uh, but also from the wonderful acts of kindness mm-hmm. uh, donating through PayPal, yeah. uh, who just wanted to sponsor us and get this equipment. Yeah. So that's also very uh, heartwarming and touching to think about. Yeah, and like that's all. I mean, that's like we're spo- like we're completely spoiled in that way. Like, how many people launch a podcast? as a joke record on a phone in a like in a just a, in a living room yeah. and then th- like three episodes later we didn't even like have like cheap mics like these are really good quality mics yeah. that we were able to buy 100 percent from like people's funded uh, purchases i mean that was nuts that's absolutely nuts um and <clears throat> that i that led us down the whole podcast rabbit hole which we'll talk about a lot but i wanted to start mm-hmm. it off with because we've done a few episodes now almost a year's worth um we didn't i guess we held we stick we did stick to our word because we said we'd try to do every other week but mm-hmm. we wouldn't guarantee it yeah we've done pretty well we took I a couple so. of weeks off um but i wanted to ask before we dive into some of them uh which for you was the was the most fun or your favorite episode to record yeah uh so we've done a lot of things a lot of different styles as well of podcasts mm-hmm. like in including interviews that we'll get into later. But for me, I'm going to have to say uh, the most fun in preparation and actually doing was the Arturo Fuente Mm. deep dive uh, cigar history podcast, because that was, uh, that was really like a fun project combining different sources Mm -hmm. and just going really deep into the cigar history, not only of Arturo Fuente, but also just reading about cigar history in general, like the early stages of Tampa and and all that was very Mm. interesting and um, I think we did a really good job on that mm-hmm. as well. And we put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. I think it was our um, most prepared for episode. So yeah. I'm going to have to say that one. I, and I agree in many ways. I, I, you know, what was cool about that one was it felt like a school project, but mm-hmm. one that you'd actually chosen to do. Exactly. And you were passionate about it. It mm-hmm. wasn't like the teacher giving you a topic. It's like you could choose to do it. Like, because we were like talking several days in a row. We're like, oh, I'll, I'll, I'm going to hop on the document for a few hours yeah. this evening so you can read through what I've done. And like, it was it was everything that's good fun about group projects, mm-hmm. but like with an actual passion topic behind it. And like you said, I f- that that one I felt all the way through that it was good. Yeah, which was like I'm I'm always kind of a pessimist with stuff that we do, but like <laughs> initially one, at least. Yeah, initially <laughs> at the very least. But that one I just felt it was good all the way through because there was so much rich information to do. Yeah, felt like we couldn't really go wrong. Yeah, and we also want to try to do some more of those styles yeah. uh, occasionally when we have uh, have something that we really feel like we want to present. Yeah, and I, I might tell you after, lad. Actually, I'm going to hint at it now. I, I might as well do it. Uh, we're going to do Padron next because I'm going to order Jose Orlando's uh, biography that's oh, only available uh, through their website. They have to buy it from the States. It's going to be like 80 bucks shit uh to get so if you guys want to hop on paypal (laughs) i completely kid uh but i'm gonna order that book because there is history that you can't find online there's no way to find it it's all that information is just in the book and there's no leaked stuff on it like there's no way to get it and it's a whole entire book of his Mm -hmm. life so i think we're gonna be able to bring you guys some amazing content from that uh, for me, uh, I'll say the most fun one in another way was the plume versus mold one. Big topic. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I mean, it was just it was just fun because of the circumstances around it. Like th- that's a topic I had been talking to people in the DMs about for like two years since we'd had the thing, 
and it felt so good to like get it all out and have that episode um and then the response was amazing i don't think we've ever gotten so many dms after i mean like the whole thing was filled and comments on youtube and so much stuff mm-hmm. um so it was just a lot of fun. Like it felt like there was more buzz around that one immediately because it's such a polarizing topic. Yeah, exactly. And also nice to put our uh, thoughts and mm-hmm. statements on the record officially, like yeah. out there in the in the cigar world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then uh, I guess we we get to the we get to the more obvious fun ones. Yeah. Because of the interviews, I mean, we we managed to do three really kind of high profile interviews yeah. in the first year, which and was also my. started off with uh, yeah. That being said, we started off. Like our first interview was with an actual cigar manufacturer, <laughs> Edgar Julian Suede. Um, really nice first interview. And just, you know, it was very relaxed, which yeah. was a nice way to get into it. All of them oh, yeah. have been relaxed. But to be the first one and have a chill guy like Edgar mm-hmm. on, uh, who was um, who was just sitting in the his office smoking a cigar, yeah. uh, <laughs> pausing at times because he had to, you know, oversee his uh, operations yeah. there. Uh, just really nice, um, cool, like insight. And big, big th- I mean, a lot of this comes down to our friend Manny here, who was able to mm-hmm. help us out uh, with his contacts, because uh, that's what got us uh, rolling with Edgar. But like, like Ruben said, I mean, and he's really taken a huge step. Now he's working full time with Claudio Scroi of Mombacho Cigars, and his brand is just yeah. exploding even more this year. So that's really cool to see. Um, and then, I mean, I guess the next step was another Dominican. Uh, a little more tenured, uh, a little more history <laughs> in the in the industry. Jose Blanco was, and when you talk about relaxed, I mean that was that yeah. was relaxed. Uh, like he was just sitting there, you know, with his family in the background. Yeah, and Jasper, him yelling at Jasper. You classic. Know, that's his, a that's a staple kid. of uh, Jose Blanco. But he was so relaxed. His like New York mannerisms, just like. <sighs> We are the definition of like young blood. Like mm-hmm. we don't even have any like Edgar. At least he's young and like new to the scene. But he, he's like manufacturing. Like we have no real connection to the industry. No, exactly. We just, just kind of nudged our way in there. Yeah, <laughs> on yeah. social media. So and Jose has the most like experience you can have, pretty much. And he and like we were still able to have such a cool, relaxed talk with him. It was amazing. Like that was incredible. Um, but but there was there's there's a common thread in these uh, in these episodes, lad, because we have uh, almost cursed ability that, to choke <laughs> yeah. right before recording. This started with Edgar. Do you remember what happened yes. there, lad? Uh, yeah. Well, I remember from my part, you had just been in Lund visiting, yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> and also like we were hungover still. I think. <laughs> we were hungover, and I hadn't used my computer for a good week because we were just in oh the middle Lord. of that. Oh my god! Yeah, so I had this. I hadn't like charged my computer, and then I thought it was broken. So I was like running around Lund, <laughs> hungover, and just trying to fix my uh, computer. I went to two different shops. Like, you were like texting people like, can I use your laptop as a backup if I need to? And then I ended up getting to use or having to use a friend's laptop in school. I I went oh, yeah, and I did, took a, right? yeah, took like a group room uh, and then, yeah, we had some technical <laughs> Yeah, I mean, our audio wouldn't, like, that, Zoom was kind of screwing us over. Like, yeah. the, the headphones and the microphone wouldn't work. We managed to get it done. I remember I remember we, we got all the stuff to work like two minutes before we yeah. called Edgar. Mm-hmm. Like, we just managed in time, but we were freaking out. We were pissed. I remember we were, like, screaming, like, <laughs> yeah. fuck, because our microphones wouldn't, like, connect. It wouldn't, like, choose the right inputs. Um, but Jose Blanco was even more panicked. Mm-hmm. I mean, do you remember? We were at the summer house. Exactly. We were at the summer house. We were sitting in your uh, basement, mm-hmm. uh, 
just like in a room to not have so echoey and stuff. And but then, but it was a problem with the accounts, right? The yeah, accounts. but like the funny thing here is we choked with Edgar and we did it in the last minute. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you drove up mm-hmm. to the summer house early oh, morning. Yeah, very you got up at like yeah. six a.m. Yeah. And then you were, we were like, we're going to talk to Jose Blanco at like 10 a.m. Swedish time mm-hmm. or something. Why don't you get up at 6, drive two hours, get here at 8 a.m. So we're 100% prepared. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, all right, let's do it. Still, <laughs> we, we managed to choke. And this time... We didn't make it on time, yeah. even. We, we, it was yeah. so embarrassing. But Jose was so cool with it. He was like, yeah, take your time. 10 minutes uh, there. and yeah, yeah, he'd take, like, he'd blocked out two, two hours of his yeah. day for us, which was ridiculously kind. But yeah, we we were gonna use your Zoom account through your university, yeah. but it didn't allow you to call people outside of your exactly. university. And then I tried to sign in. I forgot my fucking Zoom password. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. I forgot to log exactly. in. So Is then it... we tried to buy a Zoom or like two hours on Zoom, which didn't work either. It wouldn't allow me to purchase yeah. it. I I I at like five minutes past, I remembered the password and I somehow mm-hmm. got in. And we were like, phew, because we would. I don't know what we would have done. At that point, we were literally thinking, "This isn't—we're going to choke this podcast. We're not going to be able to do the interview because we can't fucking get it to work." Imagine choking, like interviewing Jose Blanco because of technical difficulty, or like I don't just know how not even remembering. We're not a bad with tech. No, we're not. We're That's so... the thing. But I, yeah, I guess we <laughs> we have to have some of that stress to to operate. <laughs> we only operate under stress. Yeah. If you got yeah, you guys are betting on the wrong horse by like supporting <laughs> us and stuff because we are serial <laughs> chokers. But we somehow come through clutch in the end. Yeah. And then there's a last last interview we hadn't talked about, but we didn't really choke for this one. We got we got there in time. It was yeah. a little bit choky during it, uh, but that was the Aaron Sigmund one, the most recent that you guys might remember, and that was a really good one as well. Um, that was a really fun one. Yeah, uh, because it was you know a bit different. Uh, Sigmund, he had a lot of uh, stories, I mean, from yeah. his whole lifetime. And obviously, he's been so involved in different parts of the cigar world, mm. but not, like, hands-on in the industry making cigars like Jose Blanco. Yeah, he's and, more of an uh, observer, Edgar. but, yeah. like, he's, like, a, kind of a living encyclopedia in, in ways. Yeah. So he had a lot of nice stories, and he was a super chill guest because he, I mean, he, he pretty much could just take control of the podcast himself yeah. because obviously he has so much to talk about which is what we wanted him mm. to have he, we just wanted him to have the floor pretty much but what choked there was my wi-fi yeah. <laughs> for some reason it just cut out in the middle i think you guys can tell me if you ever noticed because i i, I had to spend literally like four or five hours editing that episode mm-hmm. because there there were so many audio glitches through zoom and that we were three different parts three different audios yeah yeah. three different audios for a while i told ruben like i'm not even going to be able to get the video episode up because there's so much so many cuts but i got it up and i think it looks pretty good um but yeah again like every (laughs) single episode we interview there is some kind of obstacle obviously this is going to get easier if we somehow someday are able to meet people in real life and everything that would be awesome but yeah because it's just so much more fluid and natural when yeah when you're in in person yeah so obviously podcasting has been a large part of uh of 2021 for us very fun and uh yeah just a really fun to get into personally uh because i didn't Mm -hmm. think of myself as a podcaster and it's still difficult to think of like that people actually listen to this and that we're yeah yeah, making content which is very fun uh but leaving podcasting then um and following the, just the 
interview mm-hmm. line. We have done some interviews about us uh, mm-hmm. as well. Uh, in all of them, actually, all three uh, in 2021 as well. Mm-hmm. Started out with All Things Cigar in, uh, I think it was February. Right. Uh, where they have uh, their interview series called People Behind the Profile. Uh, so that was obviously very uh, fun for us to I remember to kind being of... just very honored because I, yeah. that, they had done interviews with like some of the biggest accounts on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And I never think of us as like any profile. Like, you know, I, I don't know. It was a kind of a weird thing to have them interview us as like a, a big cigar Instagram. Like it was just kind of a weird feeling, but it was mm-hmm. very cool. Like it was, it felt just very humbling and like honoring, honored to like, I don't know, be on there and like answer questions about us. Yeah. Yeah. Cause this one was obviously a lot of cigar related questions yeah. and um, just nice for us to also, because a lot of the questions were about our past, how we started Stoji Lads and stuff like that. So it was fun to, to kind of reminisce for ourselves as well mm-hmm. and uh, just going through the entire timeline. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was a, yeah, a really cool thing to do. Um, and yeah, people read it and talked to us about it. I mean, that was just, yeah, a cool, cool experience. And then shortly after that, this surprised me, an old, uh, not classmate, but he, we studied in the same high school back in Brazil, reached out to me. He studies at King's College now in London, which is a really prestigious university there. And, um, he was like, yeah, we have a series about young entrepreneurs uh, and um, we want to interview you. And we were like, whoa, like that, that's yeah. kind of a weird thing. You're like, we don't think about ourselves as entrepreneurs no. either. You guys have heard how amateurish we are <laughs> with all our stuff. Um, but that was really, really cool. Uh, just like kind of talking about us more rather than cigars. Right? Exactly. Yeah, that was more of a focus on entrepreneurship as their series was about young entrepreneurs and more of the business side of it. Uh, they had to cut some of the cigar-related questions out because that was a uh, crazy thing. Yeah, because it got taken down first, and they and they were like, "We can't post this because it's Can smoking." Can you believe that? Yeah, someone reported it. Yeah, someone reported it. So we, they had to redo the the interview kind of structure, and had to take out a lot of questions about cigars. But that was fine because the focus in that interview was yeah, more it was about... totally fine. It just annoyed me how because it would have been fun, not fun, but interesting to yeah. see who the person was that was so felt so extremely discriminated against that there was something even the mention of a tobacco product that they that they felt like they had to report it Mm -hmm. so then they had to add disclaimers and stuff to like say like we're we're not promoting tobacco use and all that stuff and it got it was allowed to be kept up but that was like nuts and Mm -hmm. i felt so bad for lucas the guy that did the injury because he he was so stressed like he put so much time into it like we did a long call and he had he like transcribed everything yeah exactly yeah it was a lot of effort for him yeah (sighs) Ridiculous. But, uh, <laughs> absolutely. But uh, continuing, we had the uh, also the Light 'em Up Go project, mm-hmm. which which was uh, actually part of another uh, fun thing that we uh, that we joined as brand ambassadors mm-hmm. for uh, a guy named uh, Reinhardt's uh, mm-hmm. his project, which is a platform really for um, for the cigar community mm-hmm. and joining in virtual herfs and kind of just getting information on where you can. Uh, smoke in different areas of the world uh, so that's that was also one thing that we joined in and really just joined in because we thought the idea was so good and yeah we're not Reinhard getting is any a, is, is such a cool guy there. yeah yeah because this one we're really not getting anything from in terms of like physical stuff like there's yeah. no payments like it's just because we really believe in the project and it's still very much a live thing it's 
in its infancy still. So if you guys want to join the app, it's going to be a social media for, I mean, it's, they're still working on it. It's huge. Yeah. Like it's just like three guys, I think that do the whole thing. They're programming a whole app uh, for this. And it's going to be amazing when it's finally done. Uh, so if you guys want to join, we, st- we can still invite people on there. So you can just DM us mm-hmm. after this. Um, and it's going to be really cool when it's completely done. A lot of people signed up though. Yeah. We got the most people to sign up. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty, pretty cool. Our community is, our community certainly is the best. Um, but yeah, that's all virtual stuff. Um, so we, we, we also, I mean, even though it's still very much pandemic times, especially as of recording this, the whole like resurgence of the, what is this? 14th, 15th wave. Yeah. I was going to say second wave, but that, that's not true. (laughs) But we were still able to meet people in real life. I mean, before this, we met Manny was the first person ever we met through this, but that Mm. was actually last year. Uh, this year, I mean, this year we were able to have herfs with people that like met, like found out about us through Instagram that yeah. texted us to meet with herfs. I remember we were a little bit nervous to meet people up, but it's always been the best. That's that's the yeah. that's the that's the t- whole takeaway, right? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, we just had one recently. The on Sunday oh, yeah. was the last one. Uh, just you know, people that we've been chatting with on Instagram that we finally meet and are just so awesome guys and you yeah. and you feel just after the f- second time meeting them that it's uh like your old friends almost, exactly yeah, yeah it's kind of crazy how cool the community is like you get the vibe from instagram dms that everyone we talk to is kind of a cool person like they're all chill there's no mm-hmm. there's not a single person that i've like that we've talked to more than like once on instagram that are like seem like kind of strange people like everyone is just super yeah, cool yeah. but you never really know from online but it's always translated to every single single person we've met in real life has ended up being such a fucking awesome person. Yeah. Speaking of that, I, I unfortunately you didn't meet oh, yeah. the three amigos, but I, I was fortunate enough to be close to them because uh, I was in Lund and uh, they were talking to us and uh, yeah, treated us or me with two other friends, unfortunately, because you couldn't come because of work and other things. Uh, but just extremely generous lads who um, who treated us to a fantastic evening. Just invited us to watch uh, watch a football game, uh, and then followed by just an absolutely amazing smoke at a lounge in Malmo, with, mm-hmm. where one of the where one of the three amigos is a member, mm-hmm. uh, which was really certainly very cool. I mean, he was so generous. He picked us up in Lund and then brought us to the game. Uh, some very nice vip treatment there as well and um just ending the night at this lounge was absolutely amazing yeah three amigos if you guys don't know them on instagram search them up i mean one of the one of the cornerstones of the community there Mm -hmm. and they've given us crazy cigars before yeah but he gave you some some nuts stuff there as well. yeah some regional edition cuban some really rare stuff say yeah Lebanese, yeah, Lebanese regional, French regional, yeah. just nut stuff. Um, but if, like, I wasn't too depressed. I would have been really <laughs> sad uh, to not be able to make it. But luckily, like two, three days later, uh, we were able to work with the Dominican Embassy. I mean, we 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 offered all our help possible. Basically, they hosted a uh, an embassy event at Cigar uh, Room at the the lounge here in Stockholm, which is a really private, like prestigious private members club. Uh, again with Jose Blanco mm-hmm. um, so they had a lot of people in real life there um, some like embassy people and some members of the club uh, and I was luckily able to go there so I was yeah. invited into the lounge uh, smoked we were given some Don Carlos uh, Arturo Fuente cigars and Jose Blanco had a 
talk, a live talk. Uh, and in real life, it was amazing there. They had uh, Dominican rums. They had, uh, obviously, the cigars. Uh, amazing people, too, to meet there, which was su- super cool. But then you, among with other people, joined online. Right? Yeah, exactly. And, uh, yeah, and we could, <laughs> I can uh, say as well that it looked like an absolutely amazing uh, evening because we were... Uh, we had one camera on you guys in the lounge, mm. and then uh, Jose was on uh, Zoom as well. Uh, even uh, Carlito, Carlito Fuente, Fuente joined, joined well. in. Um, Incredible! Yeah, so that was a uh, that looked like a very nice evening, and it was nice to join in virtually as well. Of course, uh, a few people uh, joined in in buying the. Uh, yeah, yeah. The it, this was only for sweet. So, like, basically, our involvement was the Dominican Embassy allowed us to to take care of the invites virtually, which mm-hmm. was such an honor because i mean we were able to allow to uh, we were allowed to invite any swedes um to do, to join virtually to to take part mm-hmm. uh and they smoked the same cigar and they it was c- kind of like a virtual herf and a seminar by jose blanco which was so cool for us to be able to involve our audience and yeah. that was a, such an honor and then we actually hosted our own kind of seminar yeah true uh with the basel business club uh which we were uh, invited to uh, to just hold kind of a introduction to cigars where we discussed a lot of different things just from cigars history mm-hmm. to what they are and kind of how you smoke them but then also going into the uh, the whole business and uh, economic side of it as well and yeah. the yeah thank you to Joseph worldwide. yeah Steinmetz for inviting us to that just like yeah j- just also kind of a surreal experience to to, for people to have thought of us as like worthy to to host a talk and, and a seminar on cigars, you know that that's kind of crazy. And it was a fun, really cool group of like people, kind of our age, uh, you know, mid young twenties, uh, which which felt really relaxed and a cool first thing. I mean, it would be really cool to to do more more stuff like that in the future. But that felt like such a f- great first experience mm-hmm. to host a talk like that. So that was really. Really, really good. So many events. Can you imagine that all, all that happened yeah, this year? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, but this I is mean, when you realize that a year is pretty long, even though it feels very short yeah, as well. Uh, yeah, just, 100%. Yeah. All great stuff. But we did, okay, so let's. we're going to be real with you guys. We, we discussed if we were going to talk about this, but we did have some things that, that didn't yeah. go as planned. Of course, now it's just sounded like everything was very smooth and all that, but we did actually have some things that, that fell through. Uh, one thing that we were very excited about uh, was uh, Spreadshirt, where we have the online merch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they contacted us about a design opportunity where they were going to put a design team towards us and where we could pretty much make our own designs and sell them through Spreadshirt. Mm-hmm. And this was something that we had been discussing if we would do it privately, um, right. trying to make the designs and then selling through a different web shop because we... we wanted to evolve that kind of uh, merch in quality-wise. But this didn't really work out that well because we sent in our designs. We had three or four different ones, three, I think. Uh, And they unfortunately came back like really low quality-wise, not what we were expecting, not what we wanted to put out there for you guys to buy either. Uh, Yeah, the whole whole basis of it, obviously, was to make better stuff for you guys because, I mean, I think a lot of people are... Maybe some people think the hoodies and the mugs look cool. I think the mugs are nice. Yeah, the mugs are nice. All that stuff. But I think most people got it to support us. But, like, we wanted to if, – if you guys are so kind that you want to support us, we wanted to actually bring something of even higher quality. Um, and it sounded like they talked a big game. I mean, this is a huge company. So mm-hmm. we were, like, 
we were a little bit skeptical because we were like, I mean, we've sold a lot more merch than we would ever have dreamed of, but we're not like huge output, <laughs> uh, a huge output account. So we were surprised that they, because basically they were going to give us a design team to do everything. So we were like, wow, this is going to be really good. Um, but yeah, it turned out that it was a little bit lower budget than we expected. Uh, they didn't really, it's not, it wasn't like hand sketched stuff. It was like kind of crude Photoshop yeah. stuff. Because they, they sent us the fir- what we thought were just the first versions. Or like visions. extremely rough drafts. Yeah, extremely rough drafts. But in fact, those were uh, the designs that they had that they wanted for us to put on the website. So we we kind of abandoned that. No, we didn't think that we, we there's no way we could like the, the logo merch that we have now. It's 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 basic, but it's not bad quality. No. So we were like, we, there's no way we want to put out stuff that's bad quality for you mm-hmm. guys. There's still something we want to do at some point, but yeah. we're just going to have to see how to do it uh, in the best way. Uh, so that did fall through in the end. Um, just, yeah, we didn't want to take advantage and like of you guys to, to make you feel like you need to support us and like give yeah. out really bad, bad shit. Uh, so yeah, I mean, that, that, that was a lower note, but there have been really, I mean, like, like the events we talked about, but also the cigars we, we smoked. I mean, we, I, we talked about this kind of the last episode. Yeah. Um, but just a highlight of the crazy stuff we've experienced. I mean, that, that week in the countryside when you came over, we had eight cigars. Yeah. We talked about how we smoked too much, but it was still a fucking awesome experience. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, it was just four days, really. Mm-hmm. But in that time, we did so much with uh, with just reviews and smoking very nice cigars. Yeah. And um, yeah, like you said, it felt like a bit much maybe at the time. But looking back, that's still a, that's still a week that uh, I highlight as one of the best oh, this yeah. year. Um, yeah, the vintage Fuentes from Shane, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The Dominican, uh, the Year of the Ox from Tim, crazy cigars that we yeah. would never have been able to experience. Again, just like, just like everything we've talked about. I mean, literally, I remember being younger and like the like creators say like, oh, this is all because of you, and it feels cliche, but it literally is because mm-hmm. I mean, we wouldn't have anything. Um, and I mean, we're hoping to replicate a little bit. Maybe we're going to take it a bit easier <laughs> with the cigars. But in a week from today, we are uh, we're traveling, right. lad. Finally. Yep. Finally, we are going to. We've uh, posted this on Instagram, but it's uh, we say it again. We're going to uh, Portugal uh, to the Algarve uh, for a a week and a half, pretty much. Yeah. And where we're planning now on what cigars to bring and. Um, yeah, what have we? Maybe you can uh, offer a. Yeah, so I came with preview. a brilliant idea first, because <laughs> because it's gonna be warm there. Like this is the south coast of Portugal, uh, and right now it's negative six degrees here in Stockholm as we're recording. So this is not stodgy weather. No. Uh, but there it's like 16, 17, 18, 19 during the days. You know, it's warm, like yeah. really warm. So I was like, wow, we can finally smoke some bigger cigars. My idea was for us to smoke a. a, a, a Lusitanias. Yeah. And there's, it is a funny story behind it because. I think most people recognize the name from the World War One ship that was sunk uh, that brought the United States into World War One uh, in the beginning. Uh, but the name, I mean, Lusitania actually is the old, old, old uh, word for Portugal. Uh, I mean, por- Spanish or if, if French speakers are called francophones. Mm-hmm. Portuguese speakers are called lusophones. So it's still like a, a valid word. So I was like, wow, we're going to Portugal. Yeah, we might might as well smoke Lusitanias. Would have been poetic. Uh, Ruben forgot his. <laughs> <laughs> We're keeping our professionalism, but also I don't I don't know how I'm going to be able to transport one because I don't have, it's it's such a long cigar it's twenty centimeters. I don't have any tubos and I don't ha- I don't have a box big enough to bring it in yeah. my suitcase. So we were like, let's not do it. But uh, I, 
I I I I have some cool cigars to smoke. I'll reveal my New Year's smoke first. Yes, because that's that's uh, another thing that we're going to be celebrating New Year's there. So uh, so we have to plan on what we're bringing bringing there. So I'm going to smoke a Monte Cristo number four, which might sound basic, but this is a one from 2005 um or 2002 i can't remember it was 2002 or 2005 but this one was for mr okich a swedish guy that i met oh, another yeah, person i yeah, got to yeah. meet in real life through instagram uh, he gave this very vintage cigar and you can look on it how aged it is so that's that that feels like a cool new year's cigar to smoke you know earlier in the day our tradition is yeah. to smoke yeah a little earlier in the day yeah exactly one really nice smoke early in the day when you're not you know under the influence <laughs> of alcohol or anything so that it's a very Memorable, memorable smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I'm bringing is the cigar that you smoked for your birthday, Oof. the Arturo Fuente Don Arturo. Uh, so, yeah, I thought that that would be a very worthy uh, smoke, and also yeah. very excited to have uh, another Arturo Fuente. That's a that's a that's a good one. Uh, I brought a Cohiba Siglo one. This one I've been wanting to smoke so long. We can finally, which is crazy to say, but we can finally go to a cafe, yeah. order a coffee, and sit <laughs> at the cafe outside and have a cigar because we are not legally allowed to do that in Sweden. So that, yeah. that's what I'm looking forward to. A cappuccino and a Cohiba Siglo one. Yeah, I'm going to be bringing a few, uh, a lot of uh, non-Cuban cigars mm. uh, to smoke that I've been wanting to try. Some Edgar stuff. Yes, finally. Uh, yeah, finally we received those, and I haven't smoked those yet, so... Um, Eric Espinosa, Laranja, we're going to smoke. Yep. And Portuguese that, that has, word. Exactly. Oh, my God. That has a that. Portuguese Portuguese meaning, uh, which means orange in uh, Portuguese. So mm-hmm. that'll have some connection towards there. Very good. Although and it's a Brazilian we'll story. also see if uh, we're able to pick up the uh, the yes, regionals, yes. the Portuguese regionals. The Saudades, the yeah. uh, San Cristobal de la Habana regionals for Portugal that just got released. So yeah. Perfect timing. Exactly. So we'll see. I'm going to be in Lis- Lisbon uh, a day before we meet in... Uh, in uh, Lagos, in yeah. the Algarve. So uh, we'll see if I have the luck to pick up. Hopefully we can get that. There. And then we're going to smoke a tatuaje for no reason at all, guys. <laughs> There's no reason we're smoking a tatuaje. You'll see. <laughs> but we're going to be smoking a tatuaje as well, which is going to be really exciting. And uh, you might see why in the future. Those are some some good cigars we're going to smoke. But to finish this off, uh, to not um, not drag it on too much. It's been ju- just so cool to go through, though. Yeah. All this stuff. But uh, let's focus on why why we're here in the first place, the cigars themselves. Our top three cigars, let's reveal them, lad. Yeah, we do this uh, every year. Um, now, for, I don't know how many years we've done it successfully. The first time we did it, we only listed the number three and number two <laughs> cigars. But that was when the page was a lot smaller. You this know, is, that we... was back. No, our first one was 2018. So we've done 2018, 19, 20. And this will be 21. So four years yeah, in a row. Yeah. This is a pretty prestigious list. We're it is, right? We're not to run for their money, I think. <laughs> And we'll be posting the um, this on Instagram yeah. uh, later. But uh, I want to hear yours, lad, because I don't know actually. What's your what was your third best cigar that you smoked this year? Yeah. Um, so the third one, I'm putting the E.P. Carillo Encore Majestic, okay. uh, which was the number one cigar of the year in 2018, okay. uh, sent to us from Aussie, and this was one of the cigars that we smoked during that week in uh, in the countryside. Okay. Yeah. That's I, I was I was trying to remember what score. Yeah, I don't remember. I think you gave it a ninety-two. Nine, yeah, and I gave it a ninety-one. So that's pretty yeah. fair. Uh, my number three was a, and this is one that I, I was talking about on our herf. The, this is the Davidoff Dominicana, the brand new Davidoff release, um, and I smoked it pretty early in its release cycle. 
Uh, and already then it got super high reviews. I think, my prediction here, uh, mid-January, the Cigar Aficionado Top 25 is going to be released. I think this is going to be a Top 10 cigar. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just got such great reviews. I was mind blown by it. I think I gave it a 95 or something. Damn, yeah. So I got a, gave it a really high score. And I think it, 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 it made the top, t- I think the top 15, at least, of Cigar Journal. I think it's going to keep just banging up on those lists because it's just such a hyped cigar. So what do you got for number two, lad? For number two, I have another cigar from that week, actually. Uh, the Vintage Atur Fuente Añejo Sharks. Oh, nice. Why I'm listing that is because, obviously, it was my first Atur Fuente, which is kind of a crazy Atur Fuente cigar, or cigar to smoke as, yeah. like, your first of that brand. Um, yeah, did I mention this was sent to us from Shane? I should say right. that once again because it was such a beautiful. We we received a lot of other vintage Arturo Fuentes right. as well, and uh, so just that experience <clears throat> as well, smoking such an old cigar, just yeah, crazy, ridiculous, yeah. And I think you gave that like a ninety four or something. Yeah. So that you're keeping up with the score. I try to keep a cubit in at least. Um, like I, I like to make it as diverse as possible yeah. as much as I can. I, I I'm not like cheating with the ratings. Um, but my Cuban that made it this year, it was the uh, Oil de Monterey Epicure Number no. 2, actually. Surprisingly, because oh, that's not uh, a crazy okay. one. I smoked one in January of this year, mm-hmm. and I gave it a really high rating. Um, I think my the individual... I had one Diplomaticos Number no. 2 this year that was probably the best one-time smoke. But I had another Epi 2, another Oyo, and it was also spectacular. So I think just the like the aggregated mm-hmm. consistency of how good those... I had two th- of those this year, and both were... <clears throat> spectacular um spectacular cigars like very complex for for like kind of younger cuban cigars so that one for me was was a spectacular cigar this year yes okay so to my number one um i'm also factoring in kind of the circumstances when this was smoked because it was a very nice experience with the cigar but also in the yeah well like i said the circumstances surrounding it so i'm going with uh, the cohiba siglo six oh, okay right, uh, from three amigos themselves in the lounge in malmo which i was talking about um this was this was a very very kind like i wasn't i didn't think i was going to smoke that cigar earlier that day yeah which also made it like a surprise right and just a very nice experience having this majestic cigar. And wow, what a piece it was. Mm. Uh, the Three Amigos themselves said that this was one of their favorite cigars or like regular production. And um, and just incredibly, incredibly big thanks mm. to them for yeah. for sharing that experience with yeah, me. That's no cheap cigar. Uh, before I say my number one, I'll say my honorable mention because it was probably the best cigar experience I had this year. But it's biased. It's the my, it's my Don Arturo that I smoked on my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't review it for a video, and I didn't like give it a score or whatever. I think I said I I said in my stories like this is as close to perfection as you can yeah. get. The cigar was. I'm not sure what I would have scored it if I actually like did that, but. I didn't want to do a video and stuff when I was just like enjoying my day, but like it was crazy because it was perfect weather. The wind was completely zero and it was sunny as hell on my, like on my birthday on the exact day. It was like the best possible circumstances to smoke it. And the cigar itself was absolutely ridiculously good. But again, like I didn't really put an objective rating, Mm -hmm. so that's not really fair to, to put, but very, a very close, I guess, cousin is my number one. And I guess unsurprisingly, if you guys have watched my reviews, it's the Opus X Angel Share. Oh, wow. The Reserva de Chateau, which I gave like a 98 or something because it was that good in the moment. Uh, And that I actually sat down to review. 
it was just so extremely complex and the most clear flavors I've ever had in a cigar. Like, it was not at all difficult to pick out what, what, what it was, even though there was so much in it. Um, you can just tell how much of a blending excellence it is. And then when you think back to cigars that are either very cheap or very young Cubans, it's so evident how age and meticulous blending makes such a huge difference. Like, that cigar just tasted just tasted like extravagant in any mm-hmm. in every puff so for me easy number one I, when i smoked you it, sure I was like, it wasn't the, the uh gurkha westminster that topped the list <laughs> <laughs> that one might have topped the list of worst cigars I've smoked this year. no actually that's probably the uh the, the acid yeah we, yeah we did that as well <laughs> but yeah worthy winner for me i said it when i was smoking it this is the best cigar that i've ever had mm-hmm. i said even and that's a statement i don't usually say such like absolutes yeah. Only a Sith deals in absolutes. But, uh. <laughs> I wanted to mention one other thing that we did this year that we didn't uh, include in the uh, the yeah wrap up, uh, which was a very fun thing to do. It was actually the blind tasting, uh, oh, right. which Mikel's uh, cigar sent to us. Right. Three yeah, different I didn't write cigars. it down because I think we talked about it in one of the podcast episodes. Yeah, 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 exactly. But mm-hmm. just to bring that in as well because that was our first blind tasting very very much eye-opening yeah like that really made us kind of realize more what differences in cigars there are because mm-hmm. I, I i was not sure how much of a difference i would be able to taste in all the cigars without knowing anything about yeah. them like i was like kind of expecting them to all taste decently similar but they were night and day between each other like they mm-hmm. you, immediately you could taste if it was cuban or not exactly and that surprised me so that was really cool yeah just another person to thank. And I mean, we probably touched the tip of the iceberg only in terms of all the people Definitely. that we should extend our gratitude towards. But yeah, this year was insane. It was in absolutely nuts. And again, like I, I'm, I'm left at the end of this year thinking that there's no way we can like do more, but we'll see how, how what yeah. our attitude is I like mean, next each, year. Each year has been, or the past two years has been uh, completely different yeah. in the stepping stones that we've done. So it'd be, yeah. Can't wait to see what's what next year has to bring for us. It's it's going to be so exciting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, ever so thankful for this year, this podcast. We're wrapping it up for the first ever year. Hopefully, many yep. more to come. Yeah, yeah. From exactly just starting from January, it has really been the entire year. Yeah, starting kind of poetic, starting January. Yeah, I'm 4th. glad we did that. It's easy to keep track on mm-hmm. how long we've been going. So I guess uh, one final thing to say is uh, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yeah. Yeah, from the bottom of our hearts, thank you guys so much for listening and all the incredible support. It is uh, it is heartwarming, really. So thank you, guys. See you in the new year. Yeah, cheers. Cheers.